Hi. Hi. Oh, but we have to record a little bit to do that cold opening. Now we have to pretend. P- pretend what? Pretend like we're recording a cold open that's like funny and interesting, and then we're like, oops, now we're gonna really do the podcast. Oh, like just have a regular conversation? Yeah, I hit record too late. Do we late. need to turn off any of the fans? No, I turn them off. That's the heater. Oh. That fan was bad. It was the bad fan. Cool, cool. And old Jack Burton says. Oh, God. All the quotes were so... Do you want to be a uh, part of this? I think it does. <laughs> if you it's want. Just, I know. That's fine. It's your guys' thing. It is a great movie, though. I only drive as fast as I can see. The rest is in the reflexes. On record. <laughs> <laughs> Includes crime, drama, action, adventure, romance, and good old horror. We're your hosts, Markella Dykefist. Yeah. Oh. 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 oh, 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 gosh. <laughs> now you go. <laughs> Natasha Baptiste. And Derek Bake. <laughs> Derek Bake. <gasps> so, Derek Bake, we've never done a romance movie, have we? can't remember. I feel like we have not done a romance. Not yet, but there are a lot of villains. I think I should choose my next one from a romance. That would be awesome. Yeah. But Um, who's the real villain of Pride and Prejudice? (laughs) They're all so sexy. (laughs) (laughs) Well endowed. Depends on which one. So if you cannot already tell, it's November, not October, because we, for, I mean, every podcast loses an episode, right? So this was our first Last episode, we did um, Nurse Ratched from One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. Natasha wasn't with us, so I guess it was like a curse. Oh, sad. We're not blaming <laughs> Natasha, not sad. No, no, we're not blaming <laughs> Natasha. I'm just saying it's because of Natasha. Ah. <laughs> uh, no, I think um, in the future, we will re-record a Nurse Ratched One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest episode when we're all together. Don't yeah, that would be great to have your input on the movie. Um, I will say what we lost was a good episode, but I like learned some things, so I do think the next one is going to be even better. I don't know. I don't want to think about what we lost. Uh, we did have Ryan. <laughs> we did have Ryan back. He was with us for the Game of Thrones episode. And should I reshare? Should I reiterate the news? The kind of sexy villain news. That we lost about um, the Child's Play television series. Because I feel like that's still relevant. I mean, it's still a long ways away from coming out, but do you know about that? Mm-mm. It was the first I had heard of it last time, so inform us both again right now. Netflix is putting out a Child's Play television series. Yeah! Ooh. I've 
heard it's either eight episodes or 13 episodes, but either way, um, it's Don Mancini, who's the original writer and director. It's Brad Dourif, Jennifer Tilly, um, Alex Vincent. Oh my God, kill me. Um, Because he's like really hot. (laughs) Um, But he's the good guy. Not the good, not the doll, but like the good hero. Um, Is the doll good? No. No. Uh, Find out next Halloween. And it's Fiona (laughs) Dorif. And I'm not going to like spoil anything from like the last movie because the show is going to pick up where the last film left off, which was the seventh Child's Play film. So Fiona Dorif looks a lot like her dad, right? Especially if she was in like trench coat and a long scarf they're maybe. not as close as the cusacks if you but know they what look i mean pretty similar that's all i'm gonna say i'm really excited about this t- this uh this show um it should be i don't know they're not even like writing it but they're definitely doing it well that's awesome i know okay that's all my news i'm kind of digging all the reboots well it depends on the reboot sabrina reboots there's been i guess Haunt, the Haunting of Hill House is a remake, but I didn't like that poopy show. I haven't started it yet. It's but, boring. Uh, everyone it's... told me gets gets episode five, and uh, so I have to take that on some merit. Everybody who has taken that advice has reported back with, "Oh, I got to episode five, and then they loved, then they loved it all as a whole." So I didn't like any of it. Uh, well, I I liked the last scene of the first episode. I haven't seen it yet. Yeah. Um, Natasha, do you want to tell us, because I'm dying to know, why you picked our character? Oh, it was on a whim. Yeah, it was. My friend was wearing his shirt at a bar, and I was like, oh, oh. I thought it was a stranger. No. I thought it was a stranger wearing that shirt. No, it was one of the bartenders where I go to. Okay. But, um, yeah, and I was like, oh, fuck, I haven't seen um, Big Trouble in Little China in forever. So I we got a shared message from Natasha late one night. Where she was at a bar with a picture of a of someone wearing a David Lopan TV shirt or TV shirt. <laughs> a TV shirt. Hello. <laughs> I want a TV shirt. And it was right after we did um, the Little Shop of Horrors. I was talking yeah. with my friend uh, with George, and then ah. uh, the other bartender there was wearing a low pan shirt and I was like oh fuck I haven't seen that show in forever I can see how that would have made sense at the time like there, there's a villain here that's very like classic and like known <laughs> I guess we're gonna get into the attraction that oh. there is to David Lopan yeah so oh wait so before we start this the three of us decided that every time we don't have a guest one of us is gonna do the elevator game so, do you oh. want to do that this time? Um, sure. Okay, so the elevator game, the elevator game is when um we take someone's temperature for like what kind of villains they're into in general. So it's they get to pretend they are on a they're stuck on an elevator with a You're v- stuck on an elevator. Like a like a like a really big elevator that's like a hospital sized elevator, um, with villains from like any movie, TV show, book, play, comic book, video game, and you get to pick three of your choice, and it can be based on how good looking they are. If you want to have a conversation with them, if you think they'd help 
get you out of there if you just want to hang out. And it definitely bears stating at this point, because I just remembered this. We usually just drop this on people. Because I, well, I, I had to do one, on. and I wasn't prepared at all. <laughs> but I still had fun with it, and uh, that's what's happening to Natasha right now. Surprise, you're in an yeah. elevator, and Natasha's on her phone right now. Oh, no, I was trying to think of what the name of the third villain I would be in the elevator with. And What's the first you two? You are allowed to search your phone. Um, so the first Are two... you going to go three, two, one? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> it would be uh, Quill the Bill. Which which iteration of Cruella? Mm. Oh God. Okay. Well, or anyone? Look, I guess it's a what's her name? Um, Glenn Close. Yes, Glenn Close, Cruella Deville. Okay. Uh, Ursula, My Little Mermaid. Oh my God, and... My Little Mermaid. <laughs> my Little Mermaid. <laughs> She's gonna take up the whole elevator with her with her feet. It's a big. It's a hospital elevator. elevator. She has like, it's as big an elevator she as you need. Eight feet. My elevator, when I did it, my elevator was from The Shining. You get to choose the elevator now. Oh, no, it's a big, it's the big, it's the big hospital elevator. It's the freight elevator elevator, then. That's my Um, elevator. And octopuses, from what I understand, can squeeze into any sizes. So Mm. I feel like we'll be fine. And then the um, Wicked Rich of the East would be Mm. my third one. I all feel like they were very misunderstood villains. Is the East the witch that has green f- mm-hmm. on her face? Mm-hmm. Okay. Not the West? No? No, the West was the white. She was all white. She was the good witch. There's a whole series. Oh, my but, God. Have you read Wicked? Yeah. Watch the play? Oh, my yeah. God. That's why Alphaba. I picked her. Cause okay. I also feel like she was very misunderstood. Okay, then which, which witch is, is it from... Which? Is it from The Wizard of Oz, or are you talking about, like, Wicked? Oh, Wicked. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, Elphaba, oh, she would be so... She would be She would get you guys out, though. Yeah. We'll be fine. I love it. And Ursula would just sing, built out. I hope that you filthy, would, like... Filthy, filthy I feel numbers. like Ursula, like, everyone, it wouldn't be a very, like, talkative elevator. We'd all kind of just keep to ourselves. Yeah, nobody Quill would be... Deville Quill would... of Deville would talk... I bet, yeah. more than anyone. She would probably be more annoying. Like, let get me out of this elevator. <laughs> and then, like, Ursula would be like, yeah, this is bullshit. And then, like... Those poor unfortunate souls! <laughs> and wow. then, like, the Wicked Witch would just roll her eyes and figure it out. She's so cool. She's a lesbian, you know? No, oh, she's bisexual. Um... I'm lying. Because she wanted to marry that guy. Mm-hmm. Making up I'm things. thinking about the book. I'm yeah. sorry. Have the you book, read the book? The book a long time ago. Okay. But from what I remember of her, I really liked her character. She's so cool. She was great. Good elevator. If it's Wicked from the play, is it is it um, Adina Menzel? I have not seen the play. I oh, okay. know nothing about the play. But I read so you are basing this off of the book then? Mm-hmm. You should see the play. The play is like, I cry like every time I watch it. Have you seen the play? I have not. My dad read the book when I was a kid and was like, oh, this is so great. And he got me into... He got me into the book Grendel, which is the Beowulf story from the point of view of the monster. So he was always really into these books where it's like, oh, the villain is the main character. And Wicked was not only a great book, and I haven't read it yet, 
by his estimation, but uh, I also hear great things about the Word, musical. The name Grendel freaks me out. Grendel, yeah. Grendel. Grendel oh, is like... That. That's my next pick. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Let's talk about some really old... Oh. Well, there, but the movies of it don't do justice. We gotta yeah. get back. <laughs> I never saw Beowulf. Yeah, I don't think I ever did either. Good job. All right, yeah. Natasha. Reel us back in. You Let's... did not like low pain. No, I didn't like low pain. <laughs> um... <sighs> Let's talk about let's talk. Let's maybe get, what you didn't like was how into him you really were. Let's talk about it. Let's go through. <laughs> let's go through Natasha's notes first, um, since this was her pick. I had not seen this movie. I think I watched it obviously a while ago, and then it's one of those movies like every couple years, just like I don't know, Die Hard and all that shit. Like the older Diehards, like I'll watch again because I'm like, oh, I haven't seen this in like. A year or two. Right? We just bought them all on VHS. Yeah, I... Oh, sweet, sweet. I love, like, stupid 80s, early 90s drama... Or, not dramas, but, like, action films that just have, like, needless fighting and explosions for just no good damn reason. Needless (laughs) men blowing up like balloons. Yeah, I just... It makes no sense, but it would never happen in real life, but I... And, like, the stupid one-liners, I do love it. We didn't just want it. We needed it. Yeah. And I do like it. I There's a lot of so did Wait, did you pick it more for the movie or more for Lopan? Uh, probably more for the movie, just, like, nostalgia. Okay. Um, Lopan is, I mean, he's an alright villain. He played his part as far as, like, a villain goes. For the movie. I honestly really liked just how um, Kurt Russell wasn't, like, the main hero of the story. And how it, like, it totally, like, morphs into, like, his friend pretty much doing a lot of the work. What is his friend's name? Uh, God. I have, I know everyone's name, but his friend and that other lady that's blonde. Kim Cattrall. Oh, she was Gracie. Gracie. You really only hear his name. For most of the movie, though. What's his name? Oh, yeah. oh my god, I didn't know his name! What? <laughs> Probably Kurt, Jack. Kurt Russell. Probably something like Jack. Classic monster slang name. Well, Jack is, yeah, Jack's is it... the friend. Or Jack is, like, the, the, he's one of the main characters, but his friend's name um, is uh, Wang, Wang Chi. Wang. I've just had, like, Miao Lin and Egg Shen and Egg stuck Shen's in my like... head all night. He was the other hero of the movie. The old guy? Yeah. Yeah, I liked that it was... uh, Wang was basically the person that was doing a lot of the fighting, who kind of got Kurt out of a lot of trouble where he could have died, um, and had a lot of good fighting scenes. Yeah. So I really liked his character a lot. Um, I thought it was... I mean, it was obviously weird. It was all like, based around this green-eyed girl coming from China, and then he was, like, perfectly fine with this white chick with green eyes, which was, like, you could have done this a long time ago, so. Okay, that's what I want to talk about. (laughs) Can we just do this right off the bat? (laughs) David Lopin, how old is he? Centuries or something? Let's just call him Lopin. I'm sure they tacked David on at, you know, Ellis Island. (laughs) But that's not really his name. 
Okay, he's 2,000 years old. Yeah, so, da- the name David isn't that old. So, so David, 2,000 years ago, <laughs> was cursed, and he had to find a woman with green eyes to marry and break this curse, right? Yeah. So suddenly he's in San Francisco... Where people have green eyes. Because they keep saying over and over again in this movie, oh, Asian women don't have green eyes. Yeah. So then he chooses to live in Chinatown, like, seven stories underground and never, never leave. I need to yeah. live in a and Chinatown he's just like, where he's they just can like, afford to film a movie. No, he's, like, underground in and Chinatown where, like, Asian women don't have green eyes. And he's just like, oh, no, how... Why is it taking so long? It's like 2,000 years. Where's a woman with green eyes? It's like, you're just lazy. Under here. And how did he know about the girl flying in from China with the green eyes? I mean, I guess the restaurant owner, he probably like talked to her a lot. Okay, this time through, that airport scene made sense to me finally. Because the reporter thinks that her friend's going to get abducted because she thinks that they're just abducting random Asian women at the airport. But what happens is an Asian woman with green eyes gets abducted. And that's, I was like, oh, they weren't abducting random Asian women. It was Asian women with green eyes. And apparently this has happened before, but you really have to listen to the exposition. Or, oh, okay. And I. Well, is, was the stipulation, or was it just his preference that he was waiting for an Asian woman with green eyes? Because either way, he's underground. But I think if he's that in, they, I think that they if were. If it's just a lady with green eyes, he's in San Francisco. A lot of women have green it eyes. It does seem like yeah. during this film, they're like, "Oh, we never thought of a white woman with green eyes," but one rolls in. It seemed like they were just kidnapping Asian women with green eyes because they were and at then the why airport. Didn't, and why didn't any of the other green-eyed women work out? You know, because they got to the point with the wedding. They couldn't hold on to the sword. We'll get there. Okay. Yeah, I just, I was it just never, like, oh, okay. they did try and ca- have other women do this. Apparently. Oh, that's right. Because he was like, oh, they both held on to the sword, like sort of as if other women hadn't done that before. Yeah, but he puts them in a trance, so it's like they would have done anything he wanted. No, to not begin if with. they're if they're soul if their souls aren't strong enough. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. There was a couple, there was a lot of things in this movie that was like, that made absolutely no sense. But, um, (laughs) reading some... Like, why was it made? (laughs) Yeah, I just, reading some of, like, how the story was written or where the story came from, I mean, it wasn't even supposed to be in, like, the 21st century. It was supposed to be, like, in the 1800s, and it was supposed to be more of a Western and it turned oh, yeah, into more of like an actual like and nobody told Kurt Russell so he kept doing a John Wayne. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And like that was like the what the truck thing was about like him being a trucker and whatever. Like and like it was supposed to be a movie about him losing his horse and trying to get his horse back and which is why like he kept I want my truck. Where's my truck? This part like, I did was... like. It, it reminded me of heavy metal where like someone just crashes into a completely crazy scene yeah. and like has to get out like it's psychedelic and yeah. everything else fits except for except for that guy oh yeah totally and i but yeah i there's just certain things where i was like oh okay well now like a lot of the other things make a lot more sense cuz 
if this was supposed to be based in a completely different time period, like you, you kept a lot of the things that would have made sense for it to be a Western and left a lot of things like didn't really update. Like they're all fighting and shooting at each other in an alley oh, in Chinatown. Yeah. But like, it's like a gunfight. Yeah. And no, nobody's worried about it. Everybody's yeah. just like, mm, this happens. I would definitely say <laughs> if you haven't seen this yet, watch this movie. What we're going to talk about right now, like, there's an incomprehensible truck driving scene, an incomprehensible gambling scene, then some more truck driving, an alley fight, and then we first see the villain of this movie during oh, yeah. a ninja alley fight. Yeah. That's the best he looks. And Sorry. him? Oh, yeah, totally. The oh, whole yeah. movie. And then uh, that was the other thing, because towards the end of the movie, he starts... Or not the end, I guess it's more in the middle, but he walks through walls to get to his, like... The girl he kidnapped. Like a ghost. Like, yeah. But then he, in the alley, he gets hit by the truck. Like, he falls down. Oh, I thought the truck went through him. No, oh he totally God, gets he hit does by the fall. truck. <laughs> See, I feel like he's, a, he's still in ghost <laughs> mode, but he's doing, like, that's an illusion to freak them out. Because, yeah, ghost Lopan is definitely peak Lopan. Yeah. Depends on what he's wearing. And why doesn't he just do that all the time? Like, just be... A ghost forever? Yeah. When you're dead, you can wear whatever you want, man. I mean, technically there's two of him in this yeah. movie. Yeah, yeah, Why does he want to be one person that's going to die instead of an old man and a ghost that can, like, do anything? Do anything. Yeah, I, I didn't... Yeah, there's something about that that just... Because his ghost... Can he... His physical form has no flesh and he wants to be fleshy. But, again. like, as a ghost, can he go to a restaurant or, like, an opera show... Or, I like, mean, down by the, like, visit the Golden Gate Bridge. Just to haunt it? No. Well, yeah, just, just to, I like, think he can be, go anywhere. You know, just to hang out. Can he go to the Ghirardelli Square? Isn't that in San Francisco? I actually don't know. But... <laughs> Something I, to do with chocolate. I feel like he could go anywhere he wanted to. I do to. feel, yeah. Lopan goes where he wants. For sure. What yeah, was so I don't the see... appeal of getting his flesh back? That was what I could. I was like, but you've been alive for like two thousand years, bro. Like you. Maybe because it was secretly because he did want a wife. It's purely contrarian because he was cursed to not have it. I think it's oh, like okay. he yeah. restores his. He's like, ha! I was right. You were wrong. Yeah. Because he gets oh, his skin back. back. Yeah. That's pretty okay. good. Yeah. I th- See, that's why I like Lopan. I'm like, oh, this is a spite mission. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> you were still immortal, but but you have skin like. And you still traveled in ghost mode. Yeah. It's pretty good. Pretty good. Half of me feels like this whole movie was written because they actually did find a Chinese woman with green eyes and were like, we should write this. She needs to be in something. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) The luckiest break ever. I know. That's kind of how I feel like she was cast. Like, oh, fuck. Yeah. Perfect. Well, Miao Lin... I'm sorry, it's not a very beautiful woman to me. Oh, I thought she was super pretty. Really? Yeah. Oof. The girl that Gracie was there to protect, like, the other lady that stops off the plane and she, like, grabs her by the hand and, like, whisks her away from the airport. I wish she was Mialin. Because she's, like, so cute. Except that lady was Japanese. (laughs) And Madeline is, is that what she said? <laughs> uh, I was just going off of their names. Oh, what's her name? 
<gasps> what is her name? Her name is Japanese, and I have to go through the cast list now. Tell me, because I like yeah. her. She's my favorite character. She's in very little of this movie. <laughs> yeah, she's in like two... Well, she's in one scene, and they show her like three times. She was the, uh... The decoy. She had like a cute little bob haircut, big oh, apple I cheeks. Loved, yeah. I think she's super pretty. She has like like super severe like oh. features. Yeah, I don't like her. Yeah, I love that. Did you find Okay, well whatever. She was Japanese. I Is believe she... you. Is that her? Leah Chang? She looks too that's well, one female of the, uh, wing. That's one of the uh, the bodyguards. Okay. The two that they fight on the raid. Oh. Wow. It's okay. I'm actually I not finding you. this cast list either. But well, I thought that was. she was Japanese. I thought that, that's what I thought when I was watching this movie. I was like, I swear, but I may, I could be, uh, I could be terribly wrong. Well, Gracie's not Chinese, so it doesn't matter. That's true. Yeah. As far as he green was gonna eyes marry go. her anyway. I liked him in a, as a villain in a sense that he was just kind of a douchebag and an asshole, and he had powers, but I felt like he used them very. Uh, not incorrectly, but just not to his advantage a lot of the time. Um, they're really counterproductive and maybe a little showy. <laughs> maybe. Like, showy like his smock? Yeah, yeah. And um, I don't know. I, I wish I would have went into like kind of how he built this like gang around him of all these people who were just like insane insanely devoted if he's been alive for 2000 years and back then he was a big deal like a big deal enough for what the emperor to put a curse on him or something like that i'm sure everyone around him is like generations of like followers like oh here's my son here's my daughter yeah they're gonna be your people okay now. yeah okay that actually does make a lot of sense um i liked actually his little like protégés um that would come out. The like, wind, pe- the the storm people? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who would just, like, shoot lightning and, like, could... They weren't even really dodging bullets. Like, they just had all these insane powers where you could shoot at them, nothing happened. Yeah. Um, they it seemed was, kind of impossible to beat or kill. It was very, like, 90s before the 90s. Yeah. Because, like, when I see those characters, I'm thinking of, like, Ninja Turtles or Double Dragon or... Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat. Do you guys remember Warriors of Virtue? Oh, my. They're kangaroo people. Oh. They're, like, it's, like, five teenage kangaroo boys. Yeah. And they wear, like, Ninja Turtle outfits, but, like, ninja style. Yeah. Anyway... Let's see. What were some other things that were interesting? Um, like the eyeball um, thing that we're just following them around through there's, part of the film. There's a character. There's a creature like that in Minecraft. Oh, here I'll pull it. I'll pull it yeah. up. It's like it was cool because as someone that plays Minecraft that has never seen Big Trouble in Little China before, I was like, oh my god, there's a character in my video game. <laughs> 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 I love how we're all on our cell phones. I just have to do some back checking. These. That's what I just. Oh. Oh. Right? Yeah. Those are a lot like Minecraft everything. Yeah. 
Or like it the was disgu- eyeball. It was thing, gross know? though, dude. It was wow. so gross. <laughs> and then like that guardian gets like a what a bow and arrow or something in him, and he's like, or yeah, a knife or something. And he just kind of goes, meh, meh. <laughs> 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 wah, wah. Um, but apparently that was like the most expensive prop that they had for the film. It yeah, took like sixty engineers and designers, <gasps> and it was a hundred thousand dollars to kind of. How did they like... all fit inside the circle? <laughs> Looks like Tara was played by someone who was Chinese, so it was... Ha! Chinese! Well, maybe she was... part if you don't mind, because I don't think that led anywhere. Maybe she was playing a Japanese woman. No, I just think I confused that, honestly. Probably because okay. of the bob. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I don't mean Chinese that in any way. Oh, man. Well... <laughs> I wear bobs. I used to have a bob. But just... I don't know. There's interesting things about when the film was getting made. Uh, the Rain character did not realize it was a comedy. The entire what? movie. <laughs> That's why he had that look on his face. Yes. You know the also, storm guys, the three guys with the lightnings and shit? He's the one with the long hair. Crazy. One of them, the guy that played the Rain the spirit long hair. guy, yeah. he didn't know it was a comedy. He Which I think is adorable. He was in like an action. Yeah, he thought it was movie. like a serious. I thought all film. three of them were amazing. And I, I their think, facial features were so. I, I mean, just don't think that they. Like, I just never expected their faces to look the way their faces did when I saw the rest of their outfit and like at, like. I yeah. thought they all perfectly played their characters. So the one with the long hair who didn't know it was a comedy was he really <laughs> into martial arts? Yeah. Oh, because I there was one guy who I was like, oh, that was like a real martial arts sequence where like it didn't really translate as well on camera, but I thought it was cool. It was like, oh, maybe yeah. he wasn't going so like blown out with it. That makes sense now, huh? Did he yeah, think he it was like Escape from New York? Because that's more of a serious film. So serious. Right? Probably. The president's I daughter's mean... been kidnapped. I'm thinking just based <laughs> on the... Like, the director's, like, past films, he was just assuming that it was going to be more of, a, like, a serious action film. And like not, The like, Thing a or something? Yeah, but, yeah. like, didn't realize, like, oh, this is supposed to be funny. Like, this is all supposed to be, like, a big joke. I'm trying no, to think of the is... scenes that he was in, like, what the set design was that would, like, tip him off. Or, like, was he around Kurt Russell no, doing, like, one-liners? No, because a lot of parts of the movie, he was either... It was, like, that first fight sequence, kind of, yeah. in that alley. That one was kind of serious. And then when Kurt Russell and um, Wang got into the actual, like, house, like, went down into the basement and got into the house, like, he was in a pretty nice suit, like, taking yeah. them around. Yeah. And so there wasn't, like... I don't think there was a point where he would have been like, oh, this is a comedy. Because, like, of the scenes that you were, he was in were kind of more of, like, the action scenes and not so much, like, dialogue. But he uh, really liked playing this character because he's always wanted long hair. And Aww. so they, they put look, him in a wig and, like... Wait, are you yeah. talking about the... Because I watched this, like, three weeks ago. And I this is the only time I ever saw it. So, are you talking about the guy that has the crazy, like, side 
the guy with the long hair. Yeah, yeah. big like, sideburns. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, him. Yeah. He's like that nice, <gasps> tight, him. like that slim dude. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He was good looking. Yes. All three of Very those handsome. wizards look badass. Yeah. They all had a different look in suits and like a slightly different look in their Hatsumoto gear. <laughs> yeah. What did I... I thought you said slutty. Slightly different? <laughs> Slightly slutty different. Looks, <laughs> yeah. slutty they different looked really slutty. <laughs> but they were cool, and they all were like so dramatic that I didn't even notice that he was like, like he was acting maybe different than the other two. But they were all so dramatic. Yeah, they were great. Yeah, and they really, and their faces are like when they would zoom in on their faces every time they were just like. And like uh, the just extreme expressions, I was like, "This is so great! I love, <laughs> I, I, I love this." Have you seen Double Dragon lately? I have not. Oh my god, it's the best! Sorry, Double Dragon. I mean, there wasn't like a ton of information I found, other than like some other little tidbits that I thought were interesting. But yeah, so that's the weird thing. Big Trouble in Little China is a huge film in our pop culture. Yeah. But I did not see a lot of just anything about Lopan, really. No. But and when I did look, I found like fan fiction and stuff, but it's long. I was like, there's no way. What kind of fan, <laughs> fan fiction that has like, Lopan in it? Yeah. Like what? Like about was getting like, kidnapped and whatever, but it's just so long. And I was was like, it no. like adventure genre or... No, it was like... Was it romance? It was like romance. It was erotic fan fiction. But it was very long and drawn out. And they were like, oh, we're starting out with this rating's going to start out with this rating, but it will change to this rating. But it was like 12 stories later. I was like, no, this is no. Wow. That's cool then. Yeah. Because I was really not finding anyone. Like, I saw one lady on YouTube be, being like, oh, sexy eyes. And I'm like, oh, because has, he has those, like, red things under his yeah. eyes. Yeah. He is very <laughs> I just much... think he plays a good villain. Like, he does play villains a lot, that particular actor. And I think he does a pretty yeah, good Yeah, I job. love that actor. What is his yeah. name? Um, James Hong. He's good in movies. Yeah. I don't know how many villains he's played, though. I think I just see him in like as like random side characters. And he does a like lot of really Blade good Runner voice acting too. I yeah, think he's a few. Uh, he's a few voices in Avatar: The Last Airbender. I'm Kung pretty Fu sure. Panda. Kung Fu Panda is he? Really? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, he usually does like. I mean, I feel like he plays either really good villains or quirky characters that are like mystical. For I some need reason. to. Then I want to watch him in another movie as a villain, but without all that stuff on his face and maybe like more nicer clothes. <laughs> I do. I thought it was cool that he had makeup as a ghost and so much makeup as wheel wheelchair fleshless version <laughs> that oh he he really is playing this old school type of like sorcerer wizard that's like real creepy and all powerful in different ways. It's very much a fairy tale when it comes to him because he's yeah. like weird and ghostly. Well, he's a wizard. He's a ghost wizard. Yeah, it was cool. Yeah. But honestly, like, for as long as he's just been hiding away, because they said that he, like, no one's ever really seen him. Like, he's always just, like, really recluse and hides away. I would expect him to be a lot weirder. Really? Yeah. I'm sorry. But the monster really (laughs) added 
the monster added a good touch. I don't know where the hell that monster came from, but I was like, okay, that's oh, the monster that picks weird. up Gracie. Yeah, around. the How? monster that extends this movie to more than ninety minutes. <laughs> yeah, right. It has nothing to do with the rest of the movie. Such mm-hmm. a great monster. Um, I love this monster. Natasha, <laughs> what do you mean by you would expect him to be weirder? I just thought, like, like, on the whole scheme of things, he has, like, maybe one or two weird things, but, like, his house, I wasn't expecting to be so traditional, like, yeah, like he has way nice, weirder. You know, he has nice <laughs> stuff. His dungeon mansion. Yeah, his dungeon mansion, I would expect to be almost like a hoarder's cave. The room that he's keeping Meow Lin in is, like, a pretty weird, like, crystal yeah. super 80s super room. Super crazy room. I don't know where And isn't he... she floating? Like, she's not yeah. even laying on anything. She's wearing, like, a Ghostbusters um, gatekeeper. Yeah. A Zool in white. Yeah. Mm. She's, like, white yeah. Zool. Autumn Zool. Autumn Zool is Ghostbusters. Mm. Because she's or- orange and brown. Oh, sure. Is this Winter Zool? <laughs> this then? is white. This is Winter, winter Zool. Zool. Winter okay. Zool. Winter oh, Zool. Oh, we're Spring Zool and Summer Zool. Mm. Or is she. Or is. Is Ghostbusters Summer Zool? Because it's kind of yellow-orange, if I'm being honest. <laughs> we'll get into it in our Zool episode. <laughs> Anything else? No, that's pretty much it. I'm going to go in the middle, because I don't have any notes. Um, is Egg a real name? Egg. It's literally E-G-G, unless that's his nickname in the film, and they just use his nickname the entire time. You leave Egg alone. And Egg. that's for the Arrested Development fans. <laughs> oh, wow. I feel like that's just, I feel like that was just his nickname. Because he knew how to beat the sorcerer or whatever. Egg Shen. I don't know if that's real. Okay, um. There's a lot of real names and a lot of fake names in this movie. Mm-hmm. Who calls their kid Gracie anymore? <laughs> uh, so... And I love it. It's Gracie Law. And she's a lawyer. Like, really? Gracie like, Law. That's kind of cute. <laughs> um, Lopan shows up in that wool coat with the brimmed hat. I think that's the best he looked in the movie. So without having seen this film before, that first scene of him, I was like, oh, I'm really into this. I'm really excited for this film. Uh, the rest was downhill from there. Um, uh, Kurt Russell, you were saying he was the tallest guy in this movie? Eric, earlier, uh, you said that? He just towers over everybody. In the movie, he's on the phone with someone, and he, he describes Lopan as a tall guy with weird clothes. So I'm wondering how what their height difference is. Well, there was that other guy, too, that was huge, and that would like make himself grow. Yeah, he's not the tallest guy in this movie. I'm guessing Kurt Russell's character thinks of himself as tall. That's fair. Um, people call David Lopan the godfather of Little China, which I thought was kind of cute. Hmm. Um, he owns and exports, like, all kinds of stuff within this corner of the city. Everybody knows who he is, but, like, no one ever sees him because he lives underground, which is weird. Yeah. The, all the, every time he does a special effect, I think it comes off as cheesy and I didn't care for it. Did you like? It made me like him less as a person. I did like, in that first encounter with him, you see him, he does the whole car gag. Yeah. And then 
his face explodes and he screams at the main character. Yeah. I thought that was great. I liked the idea. And then the rest of the magic wasn't as magic. I liked the idea of that scene. I think, unfortunately for me, I was going into this movie being like, okay, is this villain going to be super hot or not? So I'm sitting there instead of being like, oh, this is a cool scene, being like, oh, this is unattractive to me. So I had a bad experience, I think, all together. Uh, overall, he remind, his character, Lopan, reminds me of Dan Aykroyd's character from Nothing But Trouble, the judge. Oh, yeah. It's just, and also the way they carry themselves and the way they talk, yeah. the tone of their voice, it's just very creepy weird. He glows. I put he glows, he float. Because <laughs> he, he does. Also, he defend. He sit. <laughs> um, also, he kidnap. He kidnap. He's sexist. <laughs> oh, he's very sexist. He's so sexist. Okay, and then also, I feel like this Lopan story arc, all he is is this kind of baron that has like all this stuff and he has all these people working for him and all these minions and he's looking for a wife to end this curse. Much like Beauty and the Beast, right? Yeah. Okay. But Beauty and the Beast is like an endearing, like sweet love story. And the reason is because, and like I've heard people- Because there's no Kurt Russell. No. Oh wait, never mind. Gaston just doesn't get involved. Oh my God. Pilgrim. Russell (laughs) as Gaston, that'd be so great. Um, Anyway, no, listen. There are young millennials out there that will sit there and say that Beauty and the Beast is a Stockholm Syndrome film, but it's not because Beast has no interest in Belle, like, to marry her or anything. He's not looking for love. He's not capturing her to marry her and to break the curse. He captures her regardless of her sex because he's just grown into this, like, awful, like, beast man and he doesn't care about anything, and he's just like, treason, you're taking the place of your grandpa, which he wasn't going to marry her grandpa. Yeah. And they naturally fall in love and get married because they love each other. That's not Stockholm Syndrome. (laughs) That's just the French. That's just the what? The French. (laughs) You heard me. (laughs) Um, David Lopin, on the other hand, He's very like a spider where it's like he's like making other bugs bring flies into his web so he can like devour them so that he can become a a butterfly or something. And then he like kind of puts them in a trance with that weird glowy thing from his eyes. Yeah, so they're not even like... It wasn't even like they wanted to marry him. There is no consent. Yeah. Well, he kidnaps them. (laughs) Yeah. It's That's like your first tell. It's worse than Seven <laughs> Brides for Seven Brothers, if you could believe that. There's a lot of red flags. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then Gracie, it is it is weird because he's like, oh, well, at first it's weird, but then you kind of understand where he's coming from. But at first when Gracie shows up, he's really into Miao Lin and he's like, she's perfect. I She's beautiful. I like her. She'll be my wife. She has green eyes. Yeah. And then Gracie comes along and he's like, he's literally like, oh, you have green eyes too. Yeah. Which is like super gross. Um, so the, at that point I was like, oh, he's just going to collect a bunch of wives. But then at the end you find out the curse is like he has to marry someone and then sacrifice them. So he's going to split that off and keep Miao Lin 
um, against her will, but kill Gracie um, because he does think she's pretty, which still makes him a douchebag. Yeah. And like super gross. He yeah. got greedy. So. <laughs> he got greedy. He got but at least really you understand greedy. like why he was going to do two wives in the first place. It's not like he's like got to catch them all. <laughs> Green eyes. <laughs> Um, okay, so, yeah, he reminded me of Dan Aykroyd's Nothing But Trouble. He also reminded me of Gary Oldman from Dracula. Ha. Bram Stoker's Dracula, well, right? Big, is it the big collars? I think it's the... A lot of big collars. I think it's the super white makeup on an old wrinkly face. Oh, yeah. That too. <laughs> that too. I think it's that. And the long... Some good collar work, either way. And, like, because Gary Oldman from... Bram Stoker's Dracula, he's kind of, like, sexy, and he's trying to do the same thing. He's trying to, like, capture, like, a woman, but he's, like, hot when he does it. The thing about Big Trouble in Little China is Lopan is never a character where you're like, ooh, I wish I was that girl. Yeah. He's, like, constantly, every time he speaks, it's, like, this, like, gross, crickety, old, like... Not that be- his age is a bad thing. I'm just saying Lopan specifically. He's just so, like, cartoony. Yeah. And also everything he says is, like, some of it is offensive. Some of it is, like, you're making yourself look ridiculous. Totally. So, all around, I just don't really... I don't care for, like, the red makeup under his eyes. Do you want to do the pause? want to pause it? Yeah. You want to pause it? Good, I have to pee. We were talking about, but let me look at my notes. We were on. You had just finished up with He's part got of your notes. Sexy eyes. Sexy look at you in your vapor eyes. He's got sexy eyes. Below the lids are red and fleshless. Uh, of course, as always, what would an episode of the super hot? bad guy podcast be without the dog fighting for a toy roscoe he was crying in the beginning so that was how did we get him crying i don't know if you if you could have heard wonderful sweet puppy tears (laughs) i didn't see it on the mix because he was in the other room and felt left out well now he's here now he's here from out of space um Lopan thinks that escalators make him look cool. So I heard that um, that James Hong uh, was not meant to be on that escalator. It was like crazy narrow for his feet. Oh, yeah. And he was wearing those long robes and they didn't have any time like whatsoever for some reason. And he was like, let me get my stunt double. And oh, yeah, I was like, too. Gary Busey, what is wrong with me right now? John Carpenter, not Gary Busey. <laughs> John Carpenter when I said, is not Gary Busey. This is where I'm at in this in tonight. When I said Gary Busey, I was picturing Steve Buscemi. Anyway. Wow. <laughs> anyway, John Carpenter was like, no, do the scene. And so poor James was like on the escalator, like walking down it. And, like, fearing for his life, because, like, at any moment, he would have, like, tripped over his robe and just gone, like, face forward, like, down. So that's, like, it's it's a really cool scene, but that's, like, really scary, and I don't think I would have even done it. That's (laughs) what I read, too, is that he was, like, what the hell? He was a real artist (laughs) and a real stuntman. I guess. 
Yeah, but the whole point was them trying to get this movie out before Eddie Murphy's movie. And so they're like, right. let's just get through it. I really liked that scene. I really liked that whole um, neon lit room. That was very cool. And then I put in my notes, needle of love, sad face. <laughs> I did not like, what did you think about that, Natasha? Oh, when he poked her? And, yes! No, I was not a fan. Because it seemed so insane. Like, it, first of all, it was like a thick metal needle. Yeah. Uh, and it was not, it, was like it a wasn't sewing like needle. the tip was like even pointed in a way where you're like, oh. I'm sorry, a, a knitting needle. Yeah. It's like a knitting needle size. Yeah, and so it wasn't like, oh, okay, this is definitely going to hurt, because even, like, the point of the needle seems blunt. Like, it doesn't seem like it's pointed. But then he seemed like he was having a hard time with it, like, like, let's put this in your wrist, which is another just a weird Natasha, he's never been married. (laughs) (laughs) This has just never worked out for um, poor Lopan. He didn't know where to put the needle. Lopan's the victim of this film. Where to put the needle, which I guess I shouldn't fault him for when you've never been married before. Yeah. He didn't know where to put the needle of love. And that was a ritual back then. Right? We just don't do that anymore. So. We just don't stab our partners with needles, needles. anymore. Yeah. Especially since he did not stab himself. But uh, like, we're, we're not like the good that. old days. Um, <laughs> so then towards the end, towards the end of the movie... One of my notes was just freak out more, like, because I think he was being a little ridiculous at that mm-hmm. point. Didn't expect the B word. Like, he was a really gross character, but he did say the B word, the bitch word. And I just wasn't, it still was, like, shocking to me, <laughs> I guess. Um, it's like he's been corrupted by our modern times. <laughs> yeah, yeah, San Francisco. Of male patriarchy. I just um, thought he was above it. Yeah, so did I. Especially since he was so recluse. You're not getting cable. Just shows down how there. much American uncouthness has infiltrated oh, the moral centers of America. Too many Nightmare on Elm Street sequels for Too Lopan. Many. Yeah. And then two seconds before he's killed, he doesn't have as much makeup on. I thought he looked really good. Um, I still liked him the best when he was in his um, brimmed hat and like the wool jacket from the beginning, though. Oh, same. So, guess what? This movie, Big Trouble in Little China, it was parodied in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle, the new Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles cartoon from 2014. Hmm. Um, the episode, A Chinatown Ghost Story. Oh, dear. Let's see. They had James Hong provide the voice of a near carbon copy of Lopan named Ho Chan. That's right. He's still just kicking. Like, just like... John DeLancey doing Q from My Little Pony. Oh. Because it was him. It was John DeLancey as Q, the pony. And I watched that episode. It's literally a My Little Pony that talks and acts. It's he's like literally Q as a pony. Or well, he's a dragon. He's a dragon. He's a dragon. He's like a My Little Dragon. Oh, that's so. But so they did the same thing with James Hong and Lopan. Oh, you looked very good as Q, by the way. Really? Yeah. Thank you. Super good. I dressed up like Q for Halloween. She sent us a picture, but then I saw more pictures from the actual Halloween parties, and I was like, oh, God. Yeah, it was great. So good. I have to say, I wanted to kiss myself because I have a thing for Q. Uh, Secret XXXL uh, black button-down dress. 
in the ladies section at Goodwill or Value Village, whatever. Turn it into anything. Yep. <laughs> um, okay. And then um, Lopan cosplay. People really like to show off their long fingernails. Oh, I love when they're that. posing for pictures. His, oh, it's like, in my character. it's in my notes. Yeah. Okay, we're I'm almost done. A lot of David Lopan tattoos that are really well done. I was afraid to click on that link, but the tattoos are really good. Um, I looked up David Lopan t-shirts since that's how this podcast idea started, and the the best t-shirt is the one that your friend was wearing. Oh, yeah, that one was really. Cool. Weird thing. Tasteful low pan tattoos. No search results. No. Oh. <laughs> well, no, they. <laughs> yeah, because it's all under David Lopan tattoos. It's a there's only sweet, <laughs> sweet um, red or gnarly. And then, so unfortunately, because there just wasn't a lot of David Lopan content online, I was only able to scrounge up two. Yeah. Two of my Tumblr hashtags, which I normally have like a whole good chunk, but all I have for David Lopan a la Tumblr hashtag world is hashtag that hat and hashtag three arrow through the heart emojis. Wow. I was actually <laughs> waiting for Lopan daddy or... Yeah, same. Nope. There was none. Hmm. I... Maybe I, this is my theory. If there are people online that, that really have the hots for David Lopan, I think they keep it really down low. Like they don't even yeah, talk about it at all. Um, except for that one person on YouTube that was like sexy eyes. <laughs> Those people need to learn that you're living like Lopan in a hidden fortress and you can't keep it underground. Forever. No. Yeah. You're like Come underneath. Out. You're underneath Gotta San Francisco. Out. Come out of your own dungeon. There's no hairy beast that can keep your secret. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, Eric, what did you think of? And the hairy beast was problematic. The um, hairy beast? That hairy beast. I... Well, no, I just, like, the actor himself was, like, problematic in the oh. movie. <laughs> but they, they That was said, an actor? They said that he was problematic, but all the things he complained about were valid. And I was like, mm. <laughs> Are you talking so about much... the monster that yeah. carries her over his shoulder? Yeah, I don't think it's so much problematic as though, like, these are all valid reasons to complain about things. Just, like, different things they wanted him to do. Like, they wanted him to jump through this hole or fall through this hole or whatever. And he was like, first of all, This suit, I I'll can't... drown. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> well, the yeah. actor. Yeah, yeah. And he oh. was like, the head the of the person. monster goes above his own head. So he could not actually see mm. through the costume. And it was just really heavy. And it was hard to, like, move around in. Because the arms themselves were also really long. And so he had to, like, use different mechanisms to move them. And so he was like, you need to put a mattress down there or something that I, and like pad my costume more. Oh my God. But then they called him a problem when he complained. He's like, I can't see. And one of the comments at the end of like their little thing about like complaining about him was like not being able to see or move. And then you want me to jump through a hole and fall on the hard ground. I don't think it's too much to ask for a mattress and maybe padding in my costume. Um, people that, <laughs> people that wear those those weird, crazy, that get into those costumes need to be paid, like, way more money. That's yeah. why Hoggle from Labyrinth was a robot. Have you seen his face lately? The robot's face? Yeah. 
they they found him molding in like somebody's garage or something and like it's it looks like it looks like a human robot had been murdered oh no it's like all like bloody and like half fallen off so you can see all the metal bits but it's like still hoggle (laughs) it's terrifying Oh, He's why like didn't they take teeth? care of him? I know, oh. right? He should he should have been like pristine. Because it's somebody's garage. It's not like just... he should have been pristine in a in a museum or something. No, I think it was like in the company. Oh, okay. Yeah, like in the back lot or something. Like left oh. out in the rain for twelve years in the snow. Oh, that sucks. Yeah, it's. I mean, my stance on this, as far as like I do five hundred first stuff, and the stormtrooper costume is pretty hot. But I work with Chewbacca's and. They are like tall guys who put on a massive fucking fursuit. Yeah. You have to keep them hydrated. You have oh, to yeah. like make sure they have like you have to be on such a level with them and it's such a hard job to do. It makes the kids really happy and it makes the movie really entertaining. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like costume work is and like big suit work is such a pain in the it's ass. It's such a pain in the ass. And the things that they said that he was like problematic or kind of a diva about it's like i don't think those are diva no things way it is whatsoever. so hard to do. i think first of all when you have a suit that where the arms are longer than your arms so you have to like move things inside them while you're acting and trying to be whatever oh god oh, <laughs> i'm god. showing the hoggle like the hoggle picture poor hoggle um, it's like a burn victim but jim yeah. henson's materials were uh they deteriorate. You There's know? nothing he... wrong with the way burn victims look. I'm just saying this is on the. This is a a robot. We're all really yeah. grossed out by burn victims. <laughs> no, I'm just saying, like, as a robot that could have been kept in really good condition, this is just like thoughtlessness. It sucks. Well, my take well... on Lopan. <laughs> since you mentioned burn victims, we've pretty much covered my my notes up to. After the first time we see Lopan, you see him in a wheelchair the second time. And it's this, like, through dialogue you learn that he doesn't have any flesh. And you're like, oh, that's why he looks like that. Oh. And it's this old... I'm sorry, wait. He's in the wheelchair, but he's not supposed to have skin? Yeah, yeah. He's supposed... That's cursed, fleshless, quote-unquote. See, that's why I was confused, too. It looks more like burn victim, you know? Like... But it's not even third I, degree, I like that, second degree burn victim. Like, yeah, I thought that was just him being like two thousand years old. Yeah, so did I. I, I didn't and think that he didn't a have victim any of a curse. <laughs> okay. I do wonder, as far as we talk about sexy villains, I think it's strange. Like, he doesn't have any skin. Is that why he can't procreate? Because he doesn't have like outer skin. Like, yeah. It's a really weird thing where I'm not well, sure why the other things have failed before. So what is the curse if he's he, still They said he's that... cursed to have no flesh. All right. So maybe it's all cosmetics, and that's why he looks so weird in the wheelchair. He could have just become Deadpool 2,000 years ago. Except, yeah, now that we've seen Deadpool, though, that's why <laughs> you would say this character in the wheelchair doesn't look as skinless or like ravaged you know like so i do think it's very creepy because the skin's very taut and like when he moves his jaw it looks very just scary and sinewy and i do think they did that well like he seems very frail and weak 
and like a, a ghost monster and then turns into a ghost and flies through the wall, much to our amusement. Um, <laughs> and when he's in that form, he describes the curse. And I, the curse is all about how he's not going to have flesh until he finds this thing. And my note on it is... What's that noise? The heater. Heater. The mic's not picking it up. Okay. It's phased away. So the curse he describes is very mystical, but not very sexy. It's very (laughs) specific. (laughs) This is one of my notes. Is like, I like him as a ghost wizard, and I love the lore of ghost wizards, but then his lore is kind of why you're... Our confusion about, like, who's being kidnapped at the airport, and then two of them both pass the test that nobody's passed at the end. Yeah. There are a lot of loose ends with the lore of this ghost wizard, so it's not like Baba Yaga, like a sweet, sweet witch with a good story. It's kind of where it breaks down. But I still like that he's in a wheelchair and helpless, and that's kind of juxtaposed with him stock still floating about and i do like ghosts that float about yeah float about he floats about he float i love that he floats straight straight across straight lines in Mm -hmm. sweet garb um i don't understand i didn't get why there was two women in the movie anyway except for visually it's cool to have two girls in like similar but different like dresses and like headdresses and makeup yeah. Like, to me, that's kind of cool looking, but other than that... I thought that, they looked really cool at the wedding. I feel... Yeah, the wedding. The whole yeah. wedding scene was super sweet. Yeah. I like all the martial arts antics and, like, ritual dances, and it's super fun. I just feel like Gracie and Miao Lin could have been the same person, and they could have taken Kim Cattrall out of the film, sorry, Kim, and just had Miao Lin have all the, I don't know, speaking parts... Instead of just like laying around, not talking. <laughs> Even if they don't just rescued, she lines. basically didn't speak. But that might have just been like a thing where she's a model and they were like act, and she really couldn't. And they're like, "Well, we can hide that." <laughs> like, I don't know. Well, and also like it was like the two love interests for the two guy characters. Yeah. But I still feel like. I still feel like it could have been, like, one lady. I only have three more notes. Uh, Right before he turns into a ghost and he's in his wheelchair, he utters my favorite line, This really pisses me off to no end. That's, like, (laughs) my favorite way to say that something's horrible. Like, something that pisses you off to no end. So I love that. My next note, after this really pisses me off to no end, he floats as a ghost and goes into the the ghost room to creep on the his ghost, girl. The ghost yeah. room. And my note was, wicked nails bro. Because <laughs> his nails are super awesome. Right. Yeah. Right. Wicked nails um, bro. And my last thing on this, like, I like that he is this spectral wizard. He has a physical form and a crazy ghost form. And I like... The play between those two, and then at the end, they start. He starts to get flesh again. His ghost gets fleshed so he can get killed, and then he throws a knife at Kurt Russell, who catches the knife and throws it back. It is one of <laughs> the <it> <laughs> quickest. 
I of all the villains that we have watched so far, he dies so fast. Yeah, like, he and they quick. run away as soon yeah. as he's dead. They run away. I like, didn't expect him to die the way that he did, or when he did. Yeah, and I feel like it almost. It's all about the reflexes. Is wow. The ref- yep. <laughs> You're one. Okay. <laughs> Appropriate break in from the other room. Who was that? <laughs> That's Pat. His favorite line from this movie is <laughs> all about the reflexes, reflexes from the very beginning of the film. I think I I'm getting know. a better picture of Lopan now. Sorry, but in the end, when he catches the knife and throws it then back, we were he just, says it again. Yeah, we just... He does say it's all about the reflexes. You could have been a part oh, of this podcast I know. episode. I just heard that and I had to say it because it's so funny. Oh my God. <laughs> Get out of here, Pat. <laughs> it's Pat. Pat will be seriously reprimanded, <laughs> but he is right. It is okay. also a callback. You know how I was complaining about how Lopan Lo speaks and like the things that he says and how they're cheesy to me? And also very inappropriate. Okay, yeah. well, he's been alive for 2,000 years. It's 1980, whatever, whenever this movie came out. He, was, he lived through the 70s. Yeah. He lived through the 60s. Right. Of course, he's from he the talks four- the way he talks. You know, it doesn't matter how old you are. Like, if you're living now, you're living now. Like, you pick up lingo and stuff like that. And, yeah. like, a way of speaking. So, maybe that's just how he speaks. And also, I'm pretty sure he's not. He's kind of learned to be patient. But all of this shit is happening now. He found two ladies with green eyes. In the movie, he's so, like, manical. And he's, like, so angry and impatient and, like, such a baby. And, like, I think in hindsight, I can understand a little bit more, like, why he acts the way he acts. However, I feel like if I watched the movie again, I'd be like, this is shit. (laughs) He acts like shit. This time through was definitely, you know, since watching it in my college years, it has aged uh, a little problematic as far as the people I know now. From when I lived in Vermont, which is full of white people. <laughs> like, now I'm like, oh, this is actually a very insensitive movie. But I guess a lot of movies back then were making, were having fun at that. And I didn't realize. It's from the 80s, so they did what they could, I guess. It's better than Gung Ho. Although, the television series Gung Ho is amazing. One of my big, and my last note on this, is that John Carpenter's music for this movie is amazing and has aged like has aged way better than this movie like uh i think stranger things when they did their soundtrack like totally Hmm. looked at those john carpenter scores because he did all of his music oh yeah that's right his band did the whole it's so good too like just watching the opening of this film and that opening synth rift is like oh have you seen the new Halloween film? Not yet. Have you? Have you? I have. I have it. Last okay. year we did it around this time, but I have not seen Halloween at theaters yet. Um, you should go see Halloween because it's amazing. You should have seen it around the holiday of Halloween. At this, I mean, at this point when we release this episode, I was it'll be wedding. out of theaters. But um, the Halloween soundtrack for the new 2018 Halloween. It was so good that I noticed it right away. When I went home and fell asleep that night, I fell asleep listening to the soundtrack. Mm, and then cute. I listened to it like at the gym. I listened to it on my way to work. 
there's like a handful of like really amazing scores that have come out lately. Like the theme from Annihilation at the end, mm. the lighthouse. Annihilation was really good. I just watched that recently on a plane. <gasps> For the first time? I, I loved it. Oh, so good. Oh my god. The lighthouse scene is the, one of the scariest things oh, I've ever shit. seen in my life. But that music, it's very powerful. And the score for the new Halloween film has two moments in the score that just, I feel like, are like better than the original. And Halloween they couldn't theme. have happened without John Carpenter, is what I'm saying. It's, with the synth driven It's music John for the and film. his son and like whoever else. But Lopan. Little pan. What food would he be? Oh, fuck. Right? I have one. I think. Mm. Yes, I do. Okay, mm. I'll go first. Yeah. Low pan would be the popcorn shrimp that I had at the seafood restaurant that's right at the entrance of the Ballard Locks and Botanical Garden in Ballard. Basically, um, I wanted some popcorn. This was before I was vegan, obviously. Um, I ordered popcorn shrimp. They came to the table. They smelled like an old woman's perfume from 50 years ago and cardboard. Kind of oh. smelled like a cardboard box. So I was like, okay, but I love popcorn shrimp. So I ate one and it was chewy and I couldn't bite through the whole thing. And it tasted a little bit like perfume oh. and a lot of bit like dust and cardboard. There was just no food flavor. There was no flavor of food. And I mm. ate three of them. Ooh, that's a lot. Um, just to make just to make sure. <laughs> but I don't know what I ate, but I feel like David Lopan would be like the popcorn shrimp that I ate. A little bit of perfume, a little bit of dust. Mm. Just old, old. You're not sure what it is. Yeah. Thanks, Ballard. I'm not going to name the restaurant, <laughs> but you know which one it is. <laughs> <laughs> There's a red phone booth outside of the... We don't know what restaurant it is. I'm going to go Twinkies. Because they are l long. <laughs> and they seek immortality. Oh, they kind of do. And they are a cream-filled delight that me as a kid was definitely... Hard pressed to approach. Just like, like Lopan. I, I don't know about this whole Lopan thing. <laughs> <laughs> but I think Lopan also has a certain shelf life. Wow. <laughs> Is he good if you take him out of the freezer? I don't know. We know we don't no. know how long Lopan can survive, know. and we that's really why we always kept Twinkies. our Twinkies in the freezer. Oh. oh, I just thought of one. What was I? Um, no. What was it? Lopan is like day old French fries. Day old mm. French fries from McDonald's. So salty from anywhere. Basically salt. It's just you try to reheat them. Oh, this they... is what you do with day-old french fries. You oh. cut, you chop them up and you put them in your scrambled eggs. He's so soggy. Duh. He's such a soggy, yeah. greasy... I mean, you try all these different ways to really make it work. If he's, day if he's french fries from McDonald's, he could last 10 years. Oh, now I know what I was going to... I was thinking... I was just thinking of food that, like, it's really... The face of it, you're like, yeah, that's great. And then, like, the next day, you're like, Are you talking fries? about those Tokitos from 7-Eleven that you had in high school again? 
No, 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 no. Okay. <laughs> no, I felt horrible immediately. I also think he's kind of like, um, he's like, you know, the, what, what is that butter called? Like old country or, uh. Country crock? Country crock. Yeah. Where you think it's one thing, but it's definitely another. Is it margarine? It's like not actual food product. It's just. <laughs> I don't think I've ever had country crock. You don't ever need to. You can just. Ooh, ooh, I got a chill. Even ooh, like I did, I got a real chill. Country <laughs> crock butter flavored like, fat product. Yeah, pretty uh, much. Even like vegan butter is made out of actual ingredients, but like it's uh, like flies won't eat it and dogs uh, won't eat it. Like it's pretty uh, big stop, sign. I'm trying to drink my uh, Pretty big sign that it's not like probably shouldn't put it in your body. But like he's just like a food that just you just shouldn't ever eat. I do think dogs will reject Twinkies, but maybe not. Dogs no, will not don't. reject Twinkies. They will eat the hell out of a Twinkie. Dogs yeah. might reject lettuce. Uh, okay. Oh, um, stop. And then, stop. is David Lopan hot or not? I say not. Oh, sorry. Um, trying to get my dog to not eat cotton. Uh, I don't like the long fingernails. It makes me think of like what can get stuff under there, and then it's just been under there. I for like so the nails, long, and so they're just dirty and long, disgusting. I like the nails as a guy because I like fingernails digging into my back. Like it's like I like a good back scratch. Mm-hmm. But I've I've watched hardcore porn where. Ladies' fingernails are digging into vaginas, and I'm like, "What? That cannot be good." But it's like I've seen it in so many old school porn that I'm just like, "Oh, like from how the 80s? did how did people put up with this shit?" My, I don't see a lot of porn stars with long. I file my nails like religiously, like, but I think so if I. you do it, get the cotton out of his mouth. <laughs> so yeah, it's weird. I like I do I like fingernails as a guy but i just don't know about fingernails as a lady i'm just like ooh, ooh, don't touch my sensitive parts i yeah, would like... love uh to i think his fingernails are really sexy i like how long his fingernails are that's literally all i could think of i was like oh i think i have long fingernails i'm just i that's the one thing not if about... they're real if these are like long like crazy things they're not a guy, a guy with like normal long fingernails that's gross yeah it was yeah i'm just i've never been a fan of just like the ultra i mean i've had them once or twice in my life um but I don't, there's something about like a man with long finger, even like a guy who just keeps his pinky nail long like something about that just <laughs> like they a vampire just, they do it's coke not... then they think they're like cool a co- like a coke vampire yeah it's just, there's something about that, like, if you're doing that because you do coke, it's lame. I'm a First New Orleans all, coke like, vampire. there are a lot of things that you can use what if and they... you don't need to keep a long, like, pinky nail. You know, you'll probably be interesting. Low pans too. are clean, though. Like, that's, I think that's why they work and why I made a note of it. Like, definitely, like, clean, nice fingernails, like. Why did you turn into new, someone from New York just now? <laughs> I just think they're very clean. clean nice fingernails. They're just very clean. <laughs> clean. Um, you can approach me with those fingernails. Hot or not, then? I say I am more into ghost. With the red under his eyes? Yeah, the ghost is... I think the ghost is the most. 
Yeah. Huh. The first time we see him, and then when he floats out, when wheelchair guy... No. I'm like, you're cursed. But the ghost is a sorcerer, and I'm into but that. But I did like the... I did like the... Uh, the real him, his makeup. I like the way the makeup oh, was done. Yeah. Right and before he died? I liked the makeup... Oh, no, like, when the old... When he came out in the wheelchair. Okay. But, um... And but I not, also, like, hot, though. No, no, no. Okay. I just liked how it was done. But I also liked... The props for when they like get out of the elevator that's flooding. Yeah, and they're in that room with all the dead people. And they're that like, was awesome. Yeah, the props cool. were actually really good. The special I was effects. Very surprised. The well, the gore special makeup, effects are amazing. Yeah, I thought the gore makeup, and I thought everybody's makeup was amazing. And on the the three guys who get sweaty, the uh, <laughs> the the lightning demons. Oh yeah, all their makeup. Every scene, they look fucking awesome. awesome. Yeah, they do. When the guy so who good. is a lightning guy, and then he's in a suit, and then he's a lightning guy later, it's three different makeup looks, and it's fucking so good. So good. Yeah, the makeup uh, for this film was like really well, and the really special good. effects is very like um... the Lords of Death. We're finally gonna call them their name. The Lords, Lords of, of Death. Death. I thought they were just like the storm guys. Yeah, so did I. Because one was rain and one's lightning. And was the other one thunder? thunder? Yeah, I thought they were thunder. Just... Uh, it's very Ghostbusters-esque, the special effects. It's very high quality. Like, they were really trying to make it look beautiful and scary and interesting. Um, Lopan is not hot. Um, for two reasons. Mm. Normally, I'll, I'll just have one reason to not find a villain hot. That we do. Um, this time it's like a double header. To me, I think he's physically unattractive. Except for the beginning when he's in the alley with that cute outfit. He's it's His just, face explodes. Well, it's just James Hong. Um, in like a cute, like sharp outfit. And he looked really good. And that's why I was excited about doing this movie. Um, and then anyway, so... He's also like an asshole and he's like super gross and rapey and sexist and like a baby and like a spoiled brat and he's like embarrassing to be around like taking him out to dinner would be a disaster because he oh, would yeah. just be I would be like immediately like I'm not with him. I don't know who that is. Yeah. Those long fingernails and that. Ugh. No, I like the fingernails. Oh. Yeah. You <laughs> the only like thing the I like. Um, I do think I might have liked his appearance better if he didn't have those red, it's like someone like sliced the skin underneath his eyes off. So it's just like so red that it just looks like skinless, like blood, bloody. Which I don't is like interesting it. because that look goes in and out in, it's either Japan or in China, but it was popular red. last year where the women, uh, women would put like red underneath their eyes on purpose to look more sickly. But is it like and red it was makeup like, that's obviously like a cool like makeup color? It would blend really well. Like it was in, um, it was their way of looking like a little bit more sickly or like, it was a look that to what me, got popular. To me, Lopan, when they did close-ups of his face with the red under his eyes, it looked like someone had taken a scalpel and cut off his uh, the bottom of his eyelids. So I didn't like it. I didn't like it's like, just Hellra like Hellraiser was... style. I just think it's a look that goes in and out. Asian if it was countries. just like red makeup, maybe. But um, do you guys want to uh, rank what look he did best? Because he has four looks. Best one for me is the alley one. Second best is 
before he dies at the end when he becomes like super Lopan. It's like human Lopan. And then I guess the fourth one is when he's in the wheelchair, but I think for me first first is the best. Yeah. I think the first ghost and then the second ghost are kind of Okay, so the main It's pretty creepy the second ghost. The first ghost though you first see this thing is just like well there's already the Lords of Death who are fucking shit up Mm -hmm. and have crazy powers and great makeup and then all of a sudden this guy shows up who gets hit by the truck and it's just this is already going so out of control and this guy (laughs) shows up. It's kind of it's pretty great. Yeah. If there's a wrench in the system. Um, sorry, it is a Japanese beauty trend. Japanese right? beauty trend. Well, that yeah. makes sense. They have very wide imaginations. Oh, yeah. I love the different subcultures. It's, they I are crazy. super amazing. If uh, they still have yeah. panty machines, I will get panties when I go there out of a machine on the street. That sounds amazing, too. And convenient, to be honest. I think it's used panties. <laughs> oh, never mind. <laughs> no, I'm not... Thinking, well... I think you just get... Let me take like, that back. They have used panties. I just want to walk past one and use one that's clean panties that's new. <laughs> yeah. I'm thinking you can just get, like, new underwear. I, like, melted my... I from... melted my panty um, information. <laughs> I was thinking, wow, that's hella convenient. Like, you can just... Whatever went wrong. It's like that vending day. machine panties. Yeah, but some of them are used. Oh. You have to go down an alley for that. But it's still a mechanical machine that you put money in, that they keep in stock. And where are they getting these pants? I mean, I guess anybody can just sit in their dirty panties. I guess so. Hmm. Um, what's your top looks? What's your top low pan? Ooh. Okay. I liked actually. I liked when he was first introduced in the film in the mm-hmm. alley. Mm-hmm. Um, again, I do like his wheelchair look. It's really gross looking. Um, <laughs> with, especially with, like, his sparse, like, white hair that's also long and, like, <laughs> it was, like, it was great. And I liked how he looked at the end of the film. Yeah. Yeah. I did, too. The wedding. He looked very good at his wedding. <laughs> he did not live long. It was the room, let's be yeah. honest. But I also liked. The two girls that were, like, kidnapped in the movie. Like, I liked their wedding looks, too. They looked so good. I couldn't really figure good. out which one I wanted more to, like, dress be dressed as. They both looked fantastic. I just love headdresses. Yeah, same. And I think it would be... No, I guess it wouldn't be a good costume idea. Well... But it would. You could be, would. like, Moulin Rouge headdress. Yeah. yeah. You could be Nicole Kidman. I mean, if you have, like, an Asian friend and you're the white friend, like, I think it would work. Especially if oh, enough people watched... Oh, because Gracie's white. Yeah. If there enough you go. people watched, like... No, I can't You can dress that. as a yeah. white character. Yeah, yeah. I won't be mad. <laughs> yeah. I think it would work out if, like, at least one of you is the Asian character is actually Asian. And probably from that culture it would be... It would kind of smooth things along. <laughs> smooth over... Um, yeah. Okay. Do we have anything else? What else do we do? Is that it? What else do we do? I think that's it. I think that is it. Okay. Oh, wait, but what's our next film? Okay, so for the December, month of December, I'm picking the very snowy Misery. Isn't that something you wanted to do in the past? Was that you? Kathy Bates is so hot. (laughs) 
Yay! <laughs> I love that outfit. We already, already in a group. Where did you get that sledgehammer? Why didn't they get Neil Young to play, <laughs> to play Stephen King when they look completely alike? Yeah. Um. Okay. Join us for snowy winter December. Um. For Kathy Bates as um, I don't remember her name in Missouri. Sweet. Uh. Keep your Keep your toes warm. (laughs) (laughs) Um, uh, Let's see. I've kind of, uh, sorry, abandoned our Facebook and Twitter and Tumblr page, Um, but we have those. Uh, Please subscribe to us on iTunes so that when a new episode comes up, it'll just pop up on your phone real quick and easy like. Um, And we're on SoundCloud. We're working on getting on to Spotify. I guess we are. Hell yeah. Surprise. We just Spotify found out. Spotify would be great. Um, also, uh, uh, Creep Corner Stories. We didn't have one this month. Um, Creep Corner Story is where we will read something that you send in about how you find a certain villain attractive. We'll read it. If you send it to us, you can send it to us through our Tumblr page, which is superhotvillains.tumblr.com or through our email which is hotbadpod at gmail.com um, You can Google us any way you want. Tell us what you're thinking about. How do you feel about Venom? Because apparently Venom is a villain even though I saw the movie and he doesn't seem like a villain. He's a hero. Feels like a hero but all of you want to have his tongue on your body so mm. you can talk to us about that. Get permission from Dan. Keep, wait, what was the last? Keep it. Sl- he says creep it sleazy. You don't creep have a. You sleazy. don't have a send off yet. Creep it sleazy. No, creep it sleazy. Creep it sleazy. I will just ride that way. And you're gonna steal our things. <laughs> yes. Whisper in your partner's ear. What? I don't know how to stop this. Take